0: Welcome back to the AuthorCast. This is your host, Parker Hendricks. As part of our Earthweek content, we'll be dropping part two of our conversation with our Director of Sustainability and Corporate Social Responsibility, Tim Trevzer. In this episode, we discuss how COVID-19 has changed the focus of his department and the outreach that his team is doing with some of our community partners during this time. Due to social distancing measures, this was recorded over Zoom, and there are a few spots where the audio lags. Thank you for your patience, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Parker Hendricks. And I'm Kent Kimes. And this is The AuthorCast, a podcast from the Georgia World Congress Center Authority. The number one convention, sports, and entertainment destination in the world. Welcome back to the Authorcast. We're going to go on with uh, part two of our interview with Tim Trevzer. So, welcome back, Tim.
1: Thanks, Parker. Um,
0: so, obviously, right now everything has kind of changed with how the world's operating due to COVID nineteen, and and um, you know, there's not a, there, it's it's unprecedented the times that we're in. Can you has your focus shifted? any during this? I know that, you know, we're, we're still working, you know, remotely and doing what we can. Are there things that, that your team are doing um, to kind of help out during this time?
1: Yeah, I think everyone's had to shift their approach to operating in many different ways. And that would apply to my group as well. Um, We've shifted in a few regards. um, One of which is looking at providing more resources within the community to our employees. So kind of turning it around and saying, you know, we recognize that we've got a very diverse workforce. Can we offer them solutions to help them get through this tough time by, you know, sending them information about the Atlanta community food bank, which has a text for food program going on right now. And if you text the number that they provided, um, you can get information on where you can get the closest food, um, you know, what types of food are available to them, um, but also everything else from transportation resources, healthcare resources, um, you know, just simple household resources and even educational resources because the school's closed, um, you know, folks have to keep their kids busy. So how? what are some opportunities for them to, help engage their students in their online learning or in um, just learning in general. So um, that is one way that we've kind of shifted our approach um, due to COVID-19. Another way is really allowing us to take a step back and look more strategically at the program that we've developed over the last few years. Um, You know, I actually had our manager of sustainability and CSR start um, on March sixteenth and so she's been able to use this time as kind of a an opportunity to be a sponge and absorb all this information that we 're throwing at her really allowing her to you know not get as impacted by the day to day event business that we're typically in, engaged with, but you know take a step back and look at everything across the board and Um, so that's been a unique opportunity and I really see it as an opportunity in many ways to help us to stop and, you know, reassess where we're at in, in, um, in our program
0: right now. That leads us to the question, what can individuals do to help? Well, stay at home. That's probably (laughs) the
1: first thing. (laughs) Um, I would say that I know that the the Red Cross is really in dire need of blood um, because they've not been able to continue their blood drives at at the given uh, locations that they probably had planned for many months. So um, and certainly they take many 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 precautions on preventing any sort of uh, contamination or you know they do a lot to prevent any sort of um, disease transmittal, but they need blood in in all states in the country. So I actually was uh, taking a run earlier this morning and noticed that there was a uh, a tentative or a temporary blood drive being just staged in one of the restaurant parking lots in my neighborhood. So um, they're really trying to get out there. They're um, you know, making these unique opportunities and places and at times that they typically wouldn't do it. But um, if you're able to get out of the house and uh, willing to take that extra step, I think um, that would be a great thing for everybody to do.
0: Um, I know that when when this kind of happened, we had events and uh, things that were going to come up in the next couple of weeks. I've had to reschedule uh, to stuff, but we had all this unused food and product. And I know that your team, uh, kind of led the charge with our food services partner to get that out in the community. Do you have any highlights or any things you can report back on that?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Parker. Um, we have a, another one of our great partnerships within the community is with a company, a social enterprise called Gooder, And, um, Gooder is a way for us to donate food that to the community on kind of our sporadic schedule, you know, because our events tend to go longer than initially anticipated, or, you know, in, anticipate a different attendance than what actually showed up. So um, they've been a great partner with us for the last couple of years, but um, certainly jumped on the opportunity to um, donate what ended up being over 12,000 pounds of uh, primarily produce to, to the community. And actually that was a partnership with the Atlanta public schools. So all that produce or most of it anyway uh, ended up getting donated to the, to APS, which is distributing food to those within each of those school districts to um, help support the families during this trying time. So so that was a certainly a um, a positive story that came out of you know the negative uh, situation that we're in, but um, ultimately that resulted in over ten thousand meals that they estimated. So a a really nice way to support the community when we can.
0: Um, you want to tell us a little bit more about Gooder and the innovative uh, technology they use to uh, get food to people in need
1: yeah gooder um, is a relatively new company, but it has really leveraged this blockchain technology to help connect food sources within the community to those that are in need so they've got partnerships with um, you know dozens and dozens of different organizations, both shelters and food banks, but even to faith-based ministries and other organizations that need food and so they've been able to Leverage that technology while also providing a, a technology for us as the the providers to simply go into an app and select, uh, you know, sandwiches, how many, uh, you know, bread, how many, pick up this this available resource. Um, and then immediately distribute it to the community. They also have a refrigeration capability. So if there isn't a need or if the timing is off, um, they're able to store that food as well. So it's really worked well for us because um, in the past, we've been reliant on our own staff members to get the food to um, certain organizations or certain organizations to come pick it up. And As we know, many nonprofits are already, you know, challenged with time and other resources. So this provides a great opportunity for everybody to simply and quickly get that food to where it should go.
0: Um, Before we let you go, something that we do on the Authorcast is we always ask our guests who work with us um, what their favorite part of working in our industry or working in our facility is. Um, I think the most rewarding part
1: of working with the authority is just seeing the change in our, in our service and our offerings and in our industry. And what I mean by that is, I think, you know, over, over my tenure with the organization, it's been fascinating to see the result of sustainability and CSR initiatives, both internally with our, with our Fellow team members, but also externally, and it's really um, taken off. And you know, we have a we have the ability and the unique and visible venues in a in a highly visible city to make a huge impact. And I feel like we are doing a great job of that. I think we have room to continue to improve. I think everybody does, but um, you know, being able to leverage what we're doing with some of the major events that we've hosted and just simply with our own internal operations has been a really exciting uh, transgression to make over, over the duration of my time there. So I'd, I'd say that's been the most rewarding. It's great.
0: Thank you for joining us. Uh, It was, it was an honor to have you. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. I hope to be back. And that will do it for this episode of the AuthorCast. To subscribe to our podcast, visit gwcca.org AuthorCast. And be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For Kent Kimes, I'm Parker Hendricks, and this has been the AuthorCast.